welcome to the Double Drill Podcast. I'm your host, DS Walk, and it's so good to be back here on a Thursday night entertaining my fellow fans from all the way around the world, from the United States to New Zealand, all over. I want to thank everybody for their support. Thank you for tuning in, listening to my show. It's deeply, deeply appreciated. And I love my fans, and I want to continue to entertain you guys. I'm going to continue to give y'all my opinions and the scoops of the latest what's going on around in sports but let's get right to it so the nba season starts next week and you're going to hear a lot of me because i'm going to be giving everybody my predictions my of mvp defensive player of the year rookie of the year comeback player the whole nine yards you even get my prediction who i think is going to be the nba finals now on today's show but on a show that is coming up probably monday or wednesday but you definitely gonna get my prediction before the first game of the nba season man i waited all season i waited so long for the nba to come back and i'm so glad it's back man you just don't know how i feel about nba basketball i'm so glad it's back no longer i've been waiting i've been waiting since the end of summer league for nba to be back and right now the nba has not disappointed we have off the news off the chart news that's been happening off the court on the court players getting traded coaches stepping down assistant coaches stepping down coaches getting fired the draft the whole nine yards the nba is a 24 7 cycle it's basketball all year round and i'm loving it hell we even getting the superstars of the nba gonna be playing in the olympics now i'm wondering if they're gonna keep that same energy for fiba because we sucked in fiba we came in fourth place we didn't medal and that's a concern especially if we call ourselves the best league we have to medal in fiba it's very important that we do it's very important that we establish our dominance in international play because all the other countries like spain like mexico like puerto rico canada serbia slovenia they all got some ballers paris paris france they all got some ballers and they all those ballers play the nba and all those nba players who play internationally they step up their game because they play for their home country i wish and i I really do i wish that we take this seriously It's, it's just i just want us to be the most dominant basketball in the world i want our players our best players, not not the B team, not the B plus team, not the C squad, not the A's minus squad. I want the A plus plus squad to just go there and dominate all the time. We'll see. But we're not talking about that. We're going to talk about one of my favorite content, one of my favorite players to talk about this past offseason because he always, he always stays in the news. He always doing something to piss people off. Well, I shouldn't say people. I should say franchises. And he's just a big old child who is filthy rich. And to be honest with you, I'm not that mad at him. Because teams enable 
and let him do the things he do. I'm talking about James Harden. This is the James Harden podcast because James Harden has done so much, so much damage in so much little time. James Harden has not showed up for practice for the Philadelphia 76ers. After he has said that he will practice and he will play in the first preseason game, which is tomorrow, James Harden is nowhere to be found in Philadelphia. James Harden is chilling in Houston, back home. Why he's in Houston? Because he is mad at the Sixers that their trade, or I should say their lack of movement to trade James Harden to the LA Clippers the destination that he wants to go, the team that he wants to play for. James Harden showed up for training camp one day, and we haven't seen him since. This is typical James Harden, where things don't go his way. He's going to do the things that he wants to do, and he's going to try to force his way out. And it's nothing new. He did it in Houston when the uh, the Rockets offered him one of the biggest contracts in NBA history. He turned it down, and he wanted out. And what he do? He put on a fat suit, got his fat his way out of Houston to Brooklyn. And when he went to Brooklyn, he had a, didn't like it there. I was about to say he had a situation. No, he just didn't like it in Brooklyn. He didn't like the direction the team was going. KD was hurt most of the time. Kyrie was hurting most of the time. And him and Kyrie was bumping heads. He had a problem with the coaching. And instead of just being a team player, playing through, James Harden hurt his ankle, allegedly. And on the West Coast trip, he just quit. He stopped playing. And what happened? He got his way. He was traded to the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, everything was going well in Philly until this recently. You know, James Harden opted in on his contract for $35.9 million. He took less money to stay in Philly. And, you know, just because, you know, they can sign, sign some players to bring in to help them win the championship and spread the love around. And James Harden, in his mind, he did his part. He did everything that he was supposed to do. James Harden opted in this past season on his one year left on his contract. And when he opted in, he demanded a trade. Why? Because he felt that Daryl Morley, uh, the president of basketball operations for the 76ers, might as well say NGM said that he lied to him he lied to him we don't know what that lie was we don't know what he lied about we don't know what lie he told all we know is that James Harden wants out of Philadelphia James Harden called out his boy Darren Morley as we heard today if he's watching uh, ESPN first take with uh, Stephen A. Smith Brian Windhorst, they talked about how Dare Morley catered to his superstar players. Dare Morley take care of his guys. Dare Morley spoil his guys. And James Harden is his guy. So it's kind of odd that Dare Morley 
guy, James Harden, calls him a liar. He wants out. He wants to be traded to the Clippers. And that's it. No B team, no C team, no D team, no other team. He just want to go play for the Clippers. But here's the issue with that. Nobody is not going to give up what the Sixers want for James Harden. The reason why that trade has not happened is because the LA Clippers do not want to add Terrence Mann to this deal. They don't want to add a first round pick to this deal. They would rather add inspiring contracts. You know, Nicholas Batum, uh, Morris, guys like that. They'd rather throw those pieces, those pieces in. They would throw in future first round picks. But not the guy or the first round pick that Philadelphia has covered. And sources also said that the Sixers are not planning on keeping Terrence, man, if he was a part of the deal that's going to flip him to another team because the Sixers, in their mind, they want a superstar player back. So they won't compare a superstar player to go with Joe B because they want to win this chip and they know that time is ticking on this, on them with Joe B because Joe B might ask out. So they got to do what they got to do to bring in a superstar player. And plus, if you look at Joe B is looking at yo walkie lay lay uh excuse me walkie landed Damian Lillard. Hmm. The Boston Celtics traded for and got Drew Holiday. Hmm. Joe B is watching this and he's probably thinking like yo that's two teams automatically that got better in our conference. He see what's going on in Phoenix. He see what's going on with the Lakers. The Golden State Warriors, Joe B is paying attention to what's going on around him. He's looking at other teams vastly improving. And I'm quite sure Joe B has a list of teams that he would play for if things go south in Philly. Like it has right now with James Harden because, you know, James Harden and Joe B is a perfect pair. Those two guys are perfect playing with each other. The only issue that we're having between those two guys is that James Harden is not the same player that he was five, six years ago. When he's with Houston, he was averaging 30 points per game. When he was lighting up the lead, that guy needs to be in Philly playing with Joe B. because this version of James Harden, he's a star player, but he's not a superstar player. He's an all-star player, but he is not a superstar player. So, I know I got a little ahead of myself, but let's go back when, you know, James Harden called him a Demorial uh, liar. He wants out of Philly. And things are just not going James Harden's way. So, what he do? He goes back home to Houston, chilling with his boys, chilling in the streets, going to the strip clubs, doing what James Harden do. And this should be no surprise to anybody. Again, James Harden, this is his MO. He is going to do what he can to get out. He doesn't care about his teammates. He doesn't care that they are working hard, playing ball, playing in the preseason, doing they got to do to get ready for the regular season. James Harden doesn't care about that. James Harden cares about James Harden. And as which is not surprised because he always been that way. He was that way in OKC where he couldn't get the money that he wanted. He wanted 
you want to be traded. Traded to Houston. It's it's not that simple with James Harden. It's either his way or the highway. You either take care of me or I'm out of here. You give me what I want or I'm out of here. <laughs> and make it so funny is that James Harden don't even have an agent. And he's doing this. Now I'm quite sure he has a camp of people, you know, advising him, telling him things that, hey, James, you know, you can't do this. But James Harden doesn't care. James Harden always going to be James Harden. Now, you probably hearing this right now and probably think, man, James Harden is a selfish guy. And he, he might be. But I'll call him a big baby because he cries when he doesn't get his way. He pouts when he doesn't get his way. He walks away when he doesn't get his way. And what do everyone think that what's going to happen in L.A. where things go south? James Harden's going to do the exact same thing. I don't want this everyone to think that I'm criticizing James Harden for what he's doing. Literally, I am. But it's not all his fault. And the reason why is because when you have teams that in, enable this behavior, when you have teams, OKC, Houston, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, who will put up with this, they're letting him do this. They enable him to do this. They allow him to do this. They now hold him accountable for his action. If I'm Daryl Morley, or if I'm ownership of the Philadelphia 76ers, and James Harden doesn't show up, and he just at home in Houston chilling, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Because I don't want you around my team. Why do I want a player who doesn't want to be here around my players? I'm not going to cater to his needs. I'm not going to cater to what he wants. James Harden wants to be a Clipper? Nah. I'm not going to trade to the Clippers. They, the Philadelphia 76ers, got to do what the Portland Trailblazers did with Damian Lillard. I'm sorry to say it that way. They're going to have to find the best deal that's going to help their team and maybe help James and send him to a contender. They had to play hardball with him. They had to call him out on his bluff. They have to do this because if they just give in and trade James Harden to where he wants wants to go, then you look soft. And to your to the, your players and to your coaching staff, you're going to look soft. You're going to look like you just gave in and gave the man what he wants. You know who does that? That's a child. A child is the one who kicks and screams and yells all day, complains all day until they get what they want. That's a child. James Harden's acting like that. But hey, it's like I said, they allow this. Teams that he had played for allow this behavior. And it's sad. And it really is. It's sad that a player of James Harden's status, who for his career has averaged 24.7 points, uh, seven assists per game, he shoots from the field goal percentage 44.2%, and a career 36.3% three-point shooter. That's his stats. A guy of James Harden's status. His status. Would act like this instead of being professional. Now, and to his credit, he did in a way act professional because he's opt-in on his contract uh, two seasons ago. Two seasons ago. And he... You got to give him credit for that. You got to give him credit that he, he, he wants to win 
more than he wants the money. You have to give him credit for that. Everything by James Harden is not a criticism, but you got to give him credit for that because he wants to win a championship. He wants to be with the all-time greats. He wants to be in that prestige club that, hey, I got a chip. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of star players, superstar players in that room at all. There isn't. If you don't, I mean Charles Barkley, for example, he's not in that room of championship players. James Harden wants to be a championship player. But here's the thing that went backwards again with James Harden. Now, rumors throughout this past season said that James Harden wants to go back to Houston. He wants to go back to Houston. And why? To play with that young team at that time? Before they before Houston made the moves, they did silent Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Fleet. You know, it, you got to think about it. Before that happened, James Harden was on the verge of going back to Houston on the max deal and play with those young guys. That would have been a disaster. And not only that, other rumors has it that when uh, Houston signed Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks, he was still was about to get the max contract from Houston. He wanted to go back to Houston until the last minute he talked himself out of a max deal with the Houston Rockets. Why? Because he probably seen, seen that they didn't want him. They didn't want him anymore. How how you how was he gonna fit? Can you imagine James Harden being on a team that's not a playoff team, a team that probably won't even play for the playing game? Can you imagine James Harden being on that team? It would have been James Harden just trying to put up numbers, empty numbers, pat his stat, make his Hall of Fame resume look good, not putting winning over numbers. That's what it would have been if he went back to Houston. If I'm James Harden, I will look at other teams around this league to go play for playoff contender teams. Because, let's go ahead and face it, he's not going to be in Philly. That's one team that's out. Another team that was rumored to be wanting or interested in James Harden was Miami Heat. But because of the way he's acting, they're out on him. So if you're James Harden, that, that list is slim and plus, you are not the same player as you were when you was with Houston. You're not the same player. You're 34 years old. You're kind of in NBA. You're past your prime. I don't think you are because I still think James Harden is an all-star player. He's not a superstar player. He's not the guy that could take over a game anymore. He's not the guy that could lead a team to a chip. And, and quite honestly... He'd never been a guy who can lead a team to a championship because he needed other guys around him. You remember when he had Chris Paul and they got to the Western Conference Final and he choked and he alienated Chris Paul and Chris Paul was traded. He had Russell Westbrook, his boy, one of his closest friends on the team. One year, out. OKC, three years, out. Brooklyn, out. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like James Harden has a hard time of playing with other superstar players that's better than him. Not with Joe Embiid, that's different. It worked. 
that's the only time that he played with a superstar player that worked. But who, what other superstar player can he play with? He's not going to Milwaukee because they got Damian Lillard. He's not going to Boston. He's not definitely going to be in Philly. He's not going to the Clippers unless the Clippers came in. So who the hell else could he play for? Can he play in New York with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle? I don't think he can handle that New York media and all that criticism. So that's out. Can he go back to OKC? Can Because OKC is an up-and-coming team. And OKC, I'm going to give you guys a, my early prediction, they're going to be a playoff team this coming season. Can he go play in New Orleans with Zion Williamson? Can he? Can he go to the Lakers and play with LeBron James? I don't know because I don't think LeBron will put up with his mess. Hmm. Who can he play for? He can't go to Phoenix because they got bundles of guards. They got uh, they got Kevin Durant. They got Devin Booker. They got Bradley Beal. Now, he would have been a good fit in Phoenix because Phoenix do need a point guard. And James Harden can't play the point guard position. James Harden averaged uh, 10, uh, 10 assists last season. So he could go there. Can't go to Golden State. You got Chris Paul and Seth Curry. And you got Klay Thompson over there. Can't go there. Maybe James Harden can go to the Sacramento Kings. That might be an interesting thing. Or maybe James Harden will stay east. Maybe James Harden can, no, can't go to Cleveland because that's an up young squad that's led by Donovan Mitchell. Maybe he can go to Toronto Raptors. Maybe he can go to Indiana Pacers. They can use him. You see what I'm saying? Or, or the Chicago Bulls. You see what I'm getting at? There's not a lot of teams that James Harden can go play for. And I just gave you two teams who didn't make the playoffs in Indiana and Chicago who probably can use them. But if you're Chicago, you got to give up either DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine. So I don't think James Harden want to go there. So there's not a lot of teams that he can play for. Atlanta Hawks? You going to give up DeJounte Murray? There's not a lot of teams for him. So if you James Harden... Everyone keeps saying, you know, hey, he has the leverage because he can hold the service. That is true. He can. But he will also will be fine. Do you want to lose money like that? I mean, I love my money. And I don't want to lose no money. And I don't have no money. If James Harden doesn't play in the preseason game or in the regular season, if he, if he sits out... He will, the, the 76ers can find him $389,000. Now, I know to NBA players, to guys like Jane Hart, that's nothing. That's like, that's penny money. But all that adds up. And you know how petty Philly is when Ben Simmons did the same thing. Oh, they find him. Dang, he didn't get his money back. He didn't get his money back. So, if I'm James Harden, you got to rethink this, bro. Because there's not a lot of teams that you can play for. There's not a lot of good teams out here in the league. And the teams that are great, they're not going to trade for you. James Harden has averaged 21 points, 10.6 per game, and 6.4 rebounds in 79 games with the Philadelphia 76ers. To me... And probably to most of us, those are great numbers. Those are great numbers for a guy who is 34 years old, who is almost past his prime. But 
those numbers tells you that James Harden is not the same player as he was five, six years ago. Because five, six years ago, you would have got those numbers, but the points would be instead of 21, it might would have been 28, 29 points per game. Then you can make that trade because he's an effective player scoring the basketball. James Harden, that's the same score. And a lot of team, a lot of good teams, a lot of great teams, they see that, they know that. Guys like LeBron James see that. Guys like Kevin Durant sees that. Yo, he's still a good player, but he's not the same player as he was in Houston. So if you're James Harden, you got to think about this, man. You're just going to have to tough it out in Philly. You're going to have to. You're going to have to tough it out or you might end up getting traded to a team that you don't want to play for and a team that probably don't want you. Because this is a, you're on your last year of your contract. And there is no big payday after this season for you. Not for $35.9 million. I mean, you will get a nice contract, but it won't be for that much. It won't be a franchise player type money contract. But there's no secret about it. No, James Harden was looking for 40 plus million dollars for the W76ers. And I guarantee you, Darren Morley was going to give him that money because that's his boy. But I also can guarantee you that ownership looked at James Harden. They looked at his numbers in the regular season and they looked, really looked at his numbers in the postseason. Other than that, I'm going to say two games where he had 40 plus points. James Harden, the way he played in Game 6 and Game 7 against the Boston Celtics, he disappeared. And I guarantee you the ownership seeing that, like, now nah, we can't play, can't pay a guy who's going to disappear like that. We also can't pay a guy who is known or who hasn't really changed uh, the perspective about him in the postseason where a lot of us think that he chokes. I think James Harden do too much. I think James Harden... The pressure gets to him. So, yeah, he chokes. He hasn't changed that narrative about him in the postseason. But we can't sit here and say that James Harden hasn't have, hasn't ever had a good postseason game because he actually has. But that stigma will always be on him. James Harden, I said it earlier, he's not the guy who's going to lead a team to a championship. That's not him anymore. He's not the number one option on a, on a championship team. That's not him anymore. He's not even the number two option on a championship team. He's more like a number three. In some instances, a number four. I mean, think about it. We, with the Philadelphia 76ers, when they short postseason run, when they lost to the Boston Celtics in seven, um, other than those two games, he really balled. It was Joe B. It was Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey who should be the starting point guard, who should have been the starting point guard and moved James Harden to the shooting guard. James Harden is a combo guard, but he's a better two than he's a better one. Well, actually, he's a better one and better two, but in this instance for that team, he should be number two, uh, playing the shooting guard position. Um, he's the third option. And that's probably not who he thinks he is. Because in his mind, because he's always been a superstar player, he's a top option. And rightly so for him to think like that. 
But also, James Harden should be honest with himself and say, look, I'm not the same player as I was in Houston. I'm not the same player as I was early on in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, you know, I might have to put the work in. And that's another thing about James Harden was that most of through his career, what we all, what did the NBA pundits always say? James Harden coming in out of shape. James Harden knew, used the NBA season to get in shape. He doesn't take care of his body. And at the age of 34, you see that. James Harden doesn't really take care of his body. You know, James Harden losing a step. You know, James Harden right now, he would have to be crafty. He doesn't have that same get by speed. And let me phrase that. He never was a fast player. But he had a good first step. And he had a beautiful stroke. But James Harden never took care of his body. You know, it, it's not like he could be Ella Iverson. You know, a guy who, who just played basketball. You know, a guy who really didn't work out or work on his games in the offseason. He came into the season and just light your ass up. Because that was Ella Iverson. He was a generation talent. He didn't need to do those things. The game is different, and James Harden need to do those things. James Harden, I'm gonna give you another stat here, and this uh this is his playoff numbers. James Harden has an average of 22.7, 6.3 assists, 5.5 rebounds, and 160 games in his playoff career. Those numbers are not superstar numbers. Those numbers are not for a guy who's a number one option or a number two option. Not in today's NBA. So if you're the Clippers, you see this. If you're any team who thought about trading for uh, James Harden, you see these numbers. And you look at him now at the age of 34, his numbers are going to decline. Just being honest with that. And James Harden will have to be very creative to get his point. I'm not saying that James Harden forgot how to shoot a basketball. No, he didn't. He can still shoot a basketball. You know, he might have one of those games here and there where he might go for a high 30-point game or close to 40 points. Or he might surprise us and might hit 50. He can still have those games once every blue moon. But for majority of the season and the postseason, that's not James Harden anymore. And I don't think that you want to trade for a guy whose reputation is based on his past play. But his present and future is based on his attitude towards, uh, if I'm not getting what I want, I'm not going to play. I'm going to hold out. I'm going to withhold my service. I don't give a damn about my, I don't give a damn about my teammates. I don't give a damn about the franchise. This is what I want. If you're not going to give it to me, I'm not going to play. That's the one thing about James Harden right now. That negativity about him right now is the reason why he hasn't been traded. And other than, you know, the, the 76ers, the package that they want, um, they can't get. So what do you do? What do you do if you James Harden? That's an interesting comment and interesting um, situation 
And that's something that he would have to think about. Also, something that the Seven Sisters is going to have to figure it out. Again, Joe Embiid is watching. He is watching how this is going to play out. And he's always going to support his brother James Harden. NBA players are always going to support each other. You know, they all back, man. Do you, though. Do you, bro. I got you. Do you. But just imagine if today's players, other than LeBron James, other than uh, Stephen Curry, other than Jokic and Jimmy Butler, imagine if you hold your teammate accountable for his action, for what he is doing right now. Things will be different. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Dub Drill Podcast. I'm your host, DS Walk, and I will holler at you guys next week. Peace and love. I am out.